Welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio, the one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis. Welcome back to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. I'm your host, David Lewis, and here is where we talk about the methods and technologies for driving growth. And if this is your first episode of 2023, let me be the first to wish you a happy new year. Uh, and thank you for tuning in to the podcast and to Demand Gen TV. Today's episode, it's the beginning of the year. I'm not necessarily a huge resolutions uh, person. I do set goals, certainly for myself, every single year. But in terms of making predictions, not normally my strong suit. So I'd rather give you guys some very practical knowledge as you approach the beginning of calendar 2023. And I'm going to do that with one of my colleagues, Ryan Johnson. So let me bring Ryan on the program. Ryan, good to see you. Good to see you too, David. And for those of you who maybe aren't long-term listeners of the podcast, you've maybe not heard Ryan before, but Ryan has been with the company for almost a decade. He just celebrated his nine-year anniversary, and he's our director of advisory services within my group, the Demand Generation Group within BDO Digital. So he has worked with literally hundreds of clients uh, over that almost decade period, advising them on how to do effective demand generation, how to leverage technology, how to drive revenue within a marketing department. And uh, a big part of that is aligning with sales and marketing. And you were just saying before we jumped on the program that you're seeing more and more demands on us these days to help with that alignment from a process and collaboration perspective. So good to hear that marketing is starting off the year, uh, focusing on working with that other absolute critical department within the organization. Ryan, the title of the episode today is what we should start, stop, and continue doing in 2023. And no one better than for you to share some of those insights because you you get a firsthand experience, you and your team, of what people are doing, what they're not doing, and certainly advising them on what they continue doing because marketers and our clients are always looking for, hey, what should I be doing that I'm not doing? And we have to remind them some of the things that they are doing they need to continue doing. So where do you want to, where do you want to start? Should we start with start? Just yeah, to be redundant? that's always a good place to start. <laughs> Very redundant there. <laughs> of <All right>. course. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you helped me craft the D3 methodology, you, Carlos, and a bunch of others of the team. And, and now that's be become a great instrument, a great tool set for our clients to serve as their roadmap and a holistic methodology for what to be doing in marketing. And in the D3 methodology, right, gets its name from demand creation, demand management, and demand expansion. Which of those areas is the start? I think I know where you're going to go, but drum roll if we had it. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, the biggest area for starting, especially in 2023, and, and to preface that a little bit, is the last six months of 2022 have been a big change that we've seen throughout our clients um, and what clients are really looking for when they're coming to us. So, of course, we see the different different economic pressures and all that sort of stuff, which everyone's talked about way more than I than I need to talk about it. But the biggest place that I don't see clients focusing enough on that they should really start doing in 2023 is around demand expansion, really looking at their existing client base. How can they use their marketing tools, the marketing processes, the things they have to expand that client base and drive higher customer lifetime value? It's never been done enough by our clients, even though we we preach that and we, we do it ourselves and all that sort of um, thing. But, but this year especially, very, very important place to, so to look at. So start focusing more on-demand expansion, yeah. i.e. the installed base. It seems like a no-brainer that people would be focusing on that, but yet, 
as someone who's in the trenches with our clients, it's not the case, uh, as you're pointing out. Why is that? Let's start with why people are not focusing on demand expansion, and then let's pivot to what some of those things that you would start then doing in terms of uh, engaging with your install base. So why why don't sure. we? Well, oftentimes the marketers are focused on, um, you know, the things they get pressure on, right? And that's lead generation, it's new logos, it's all that top of the funnel type of type of activity that they're really focusing on, you know, ad spend budgets, get all that type of stuff. But when we come into this, where we're getting a little bit more um, pressure from from CEOs, pressure for revenue, pressure, pressure for profitability, the instinct is to look to those to those efforts at the top of the funnel. Oh, we need more leads. We need more more new blood coming in. And really, when they they've got all of these clients there that have already liked them, they are already engaged with them. They already um, are dealing with their services or their products and marketing can really do a lot to both help retain, which is always something that I hear our clients talk about. We need to focus more on retention and expand. And that is something that uh, really top best in class marketers are always doing. Um, but but oftentimes it gets placed second fiddle to that new logo side of things. Yeah. So when I say start, it's it's really pushing a past that effort to just say, hey, we need to focus on those new new logos and look at the, the treasures that you already have and do a little bit more gold mining in your own yeah. in your own area. I remember you and I, as, as we were taking a walk down memory lane last week celebrating your anniversary, we I remember some client engagements where we talked about, um, I think it was Stephen Covey, where there was the, you know, he's on stage and he's talking about, okay, I've got this big, gigantic pail and I'm going to put some big rocks in it and then I'm going to put some smaller rocks in it and then I'm going to put some pebbles in it. Then I'm going to put some sand in it and I'm put some water. And and every time he adds more, he asks the audience, is it full? And when he puts all those big rocks to the top, um, is it full? They said, yes. And then he puts the smaller rocks. Is it full? And they say, yes. And I think by the third time, people stop saying yes, because they know he's up to something. But the point he makes is he goes, what's the moral of the story? And the audience will typically say, there's always room for more. And for your recommendation that you have to start with expansion, there's not room for more unless it's one of your big rocks, unless you've structured your marketing team to have someone or people responsible for install base engagement. If you, if you don't do that, everybody, if you don't allocate person leadership to driving growth, engagement, and revenue in your install base, it becomes the pebbles, the sand, and the water. It's it's the stuff you try to get to later, but there's there's never time uh, for it, or it's not really done well. So make it a big rock in 2023. Absolutely, absolutely. And one point on your whole bucket there is uh, try try the amount of effort that it does that it takes to take out water and then sand and then little rocks versus lifting one big rock out. Ooh. of the bucket at a time so I like that. you know that's that's that that trade-off there right you know it takes a lot, a lot easier if it's a big rock the, if it's a big rock exactly. good point all right so now we know we need to, to start doing and if you start doing something it means you probably have to stop doing something and and what do we stop doing in marketing to give us more time to give us more focus to give us more impact in marketing 
Well, the easy answer is always, of course, stop doing those things that aren't contributing to revenue or lead gen or customer expansion, right? That's always the easy answer. Knowing exactly what those are is, is always a very tricky, tricky piece of it. Um, I think when we were talking, David, uh, I reflected back and, and was going, what am I seeing coming up as a recurring theme through a lot of our clients that are difficulties that they were running into in in smoother times or, or times of plenty that now they definitely should look at stopping. One of them was content for content's sake. Um, a lot of effort was was driven when with the content marketing revolution, as it were, to drive a lot of SEO, to put a lot of thought leadership onto your pages, and of course, all the different tools um, coming out that enable you to build that content very, very rapidly, like the AI, chat, GPT, um, other platforms that are built on those, et cetera. The problem is, is that if you aren't actually building it to aid moving leads down the funnel or to aid your top of funnel, um, it, it can be harming the engagement with the people that you really care about. So just, just focusing on those types of efforts for content for content's sake is one area that we see. Um, second is non-targeted campaigns. Oh, we'll just mail it to all of our email out to all of our database, or we'll spread our net really, really wide. Um, again, not very high returns, especially when you're looking for those people that are, you should focus those big rocks as it were. And then the last one that I think loses some of its visibility is um, we've seen in a lot of our clients, some of the sales and marketing alignment growing a little lax where the SLAs aren't fully adhered to or databases aren't cleaned up or the funnel is not cleaned up. And it ends up with a leaky funnel, we like to call it. It's where leads are falling out. They're not getting touched. They're, they're not getting engaged with. So I would, I would really focus on those three, those three areas um, for those things that we should stop looking at content for content's sake, uh, looking at non-targeted types of campaigns, and uh, fixing the funnel. So stop stop having a leaky funnel. I like it. Um, I like it. I mean, I think people who are listening are going to go, wait, did they just say what I think they said, Ryan said, is to stop making as much content. And I will absolutely support Ryan's recommendation there. And we're practicing what you're preaching, Ryan. So for example, with the podcast, uh, we used to be committed to make an episode every single week. And in the beginning of the podcast, when we started, we didn't actually, it was twice a month and we wanted to grow the channel more. So we started making more episodes and it worked. It grew the channel. It grew subscribership. It grew all of you listening in uh, every year and every month we pick up new people. But this year, Ryan, we're actually producing less episodes and we're producing shorter episodes. And we're just taking lessons from the recommendations you're giving and what we're seeing people doing. People want more bingeable content, so they want shorter form. Uh, so we're going to make more series-based uh, episodes and less episodes. And if that's 20 a year instead of 52 a year, we're good with that because it delivers a better end result to all of you uh, is the plan as well as giving content that's really just very relevant to what you need as well as maybe areas that we can help you with should you need the help. Um, our blog, we're, we're scaling back in terms of um, much of the free-form content that making sure that we're keeping um, to the content we need. Think about everybody, the buying cycle that you just went through over the holidays, right? How much content did you read that specifically recommended to you what the best products are this holiday season and the content you looked for specifically about? Look at the content on TikTok, the content on Instagram. This is content about the product or service. We have masked ourselves. We've hidden ourselves behind this plethora of content that we put out 
And nobody can figure out what you do as a company, as a service, if you're creating all of that stuff. So less is more, get to it, stop creating content for content's sake and make your content content more effective for demand generation. Great recommendation, uh, Ryan. Let's get to the next and the last, what we should continue doing uh, as marketers. So what's, what's your best recommendation for what, uh, now that we know what we should start doing, stop doing, what should we continue doing in 2023? Yeah. And this one, you know, there's so many things that, that great marketers are doing right now. So I had to, I had to pare it down a little bit, but, uh, I think the main ones is, is continue to track your marketing impact. Now, uh, we see a lot of clients saying, well, I don't have a tool for this, or I don't have everything in place to be able to get attribution exactly right. There's always some way to, to, to track the marketing impact, even if it's just, uh, you know, looking at your conversions coming in and then tracking those through through the funnel or or something like that, right? But continuing that effort to track that more and more is going to just set up uh, our clients and 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 you guys all listening um, to to really see what is impactful, what really should be started or or continued, doubled down on, and then of course what should be stopped. So that that continued drive towards better and better metrics, better better tracking uh, is one that I would say there, David. The other piece too is, is use the tech you have more efficiently. Almost all of our clients have invested in a large stable of tools or technology yeah. from from business, you know, app, intelligence applications to the Adobe type suites, um, Salesforce, all of those different pieces of the overall D, that enable the D three methodology to occur. Uh, and um, a lot of times they're not getting the most that they could out of those out of those tools, but there's still a lot to get out of them. So continue Always. the development of them, continue to use them more efficiently, um, and and then you won't be saying, oh well, we're not using this, we're going to cut costs, and then the effort to put them back in and take them out, and you know, et cetera. Um, yeah. Get the most out of what you got. Great recommendation, and you know, as someone, so I wear two hats at BDO Digital. I oversee the demand generation practice with Ryan uh, is part of, and I also lead marketing for BDO Digital. And Ryan, as you know, one of the very first things that we put into place as we built out the marketing team in our first initiatives is our marketing dashboard. So from day one, we had the ability to track our impact on revenue. And that way, when I said, hey, BDO, I need this much budget to build a marketing team and put my programs in place to drive revenue, and this is how much revenue I'm gonna drive, every week in real time, I can show them the pipeline contribution that we're making. And if you're not doing that, uh, you need to start doing that. But as, as Ryan said, continue making sure that everything you do as best you can as possible ties to revenue, whether that's events or marketing programs. Great recommendations. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, stick around, my friend, Mr. Mr. Anniversary. But that is, for all of you, uh, great advice from Ryan. What to start, stop, and continue doing. Uh, once again, have a great 2023. We will catch you guys on the next episode. Take care. You've been listening to Demand Gen Radio, bringing you the top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing. 